You'll never be criticized by someone who's doing more than you. You'll always be criticized by someone doing less. This is something I hear quite often as people are getting out of their comfort zone to accomplish remarkable things. So you'll want to stick around for today's episode while we unpack this idea. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Welcome back, everyone. Here's a little riddle for you. You're walking down the street and you're holding a cup of coffee when somebody bumps into you and you spill your coffee. Why did you spill the coffee? Well, you might say that it's because somebody bumped into me, but that would not be correct. It's a trick question. You spilled coffee because coffee is what was in your cup. If you had tea in your cup, you would have spilled tea. If it was water, you would have spilled water. The point is, whatever is in the cup is what will come out. So therefore, when life comes along and shakes you up, which will happen, whatever is in you will come spilling out. And so often we can find ourselves feeling hurt or offended when faced with criticism. But today, we're going to learn how to detach ourselves from it and explore three powerful alternatives. But before we dive in, let's go back to our coffee analogy for a minute. So imagine you're holding that cup of coffee. And as you go about your day, the cup might get bumped, jostled, causing the coffee to come out. But in the same way, um, when we face criticism, it's like somebody's accidentally bumping into our emotional cup. And the spillage that occurs isn't a reflection of the coffee itself, just as the criticism isn't a reflection of who we are as individuals. It's merely what's inside of us, what's already brewing inside of us. And often, I like to say we often notice this in other people, the criticism and the comparison and um, the kind of digs that we notice. We notice it in other people and it bothers us because there's something lurking inside of us already. But often it's because deep down we can recognize some of these things within ourselves as well. Now, just stick with me for a minute. Maybe we don't outwardly criticize or compare ourselves to other people but maybe silently we do. And don't be hard on yourselves if you do it. I've done it and I still do it from time to time. But it's a way that we can elevate ourselves to feel better about ourselves. And often it's unconscious when we're doing it. So sometimes these negative thoughts and feelings and fears might creep out or spill out of our emotional cups. Um, but instead of feeling negatively about those feelings or those thoughts, we can instead train our brains to see the good in everyone and everything. And by doing so over time through repetition, we'll no longer feel the need to criticize and compare. And I have to tell you, it's something that I've been practicing for many years and it is liberating. That is true freedom. When you can just 
love other people for who they are, for where they are. You can most importantly love yourself for where you are in your journey and for who you are and, um, and trust that you're exactly where you need to be. And you don't need to compare yourself to anyone else and you don't need to compete with anyone else, right? So long story short, what we can do instead of taking criticism from other people personally, let's take on and explore three powerful alternatives that can help us navigate this. This is a common challenge, right? Um, we can see it in others and, and in ourselves. First and foremost um, is send love to others. And you might be thinking, what? This person's criticizing me. But that energy, energy is everything. That's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. And that's a favorite quote of mine by Albert Einstein. Um, everything's energy, right? Our goals are energy. Our vision is energy. The things that we want to be, do, or have are energy. That's energy, right? And so when we allow external circumstances or the negativity or criticism of others, even our own self-criticism, when we allow that to bring our negative or our energy down to a negative level, we're no longer in harmony with what we want. And so by just accepting people where they are, it doesn't mean that we're being a doormat and please abuse me. We're not saying that at all. But when we send love to others, we're it's it's an important reminder that criticism often comes from a place of insecurity and unhappiness within that other person. And we might know that because we might have criticized other people and we know where that comes from. It's it's something there's something inside of us, some something of lack or we're not happy or insecure. We might be feeling a little insecure so we criticize even if we don't verbally express it. So if we feel that from time to time, imagine other people feel that from time to time. So by sending love, we can cultivate some empathy and understanding and instead of feeling defensive and negative about it. We, when we come from a place of love and we are imagining and sending love to that person, we're breaking that cycle of negativity and we're creating a space for compassion and growth. Um, and so we can send loves to, uh, love to others. We can practice forgiveness. We can remind ourselves that everyone's on their unique journey. And we can reflect on the fact that criticism is a reflection of their own struggles. It's not a reflection um, of our worth and our abilities. And so by shifting our mindset, we liberate ourselves from the burden of taking criticism personally. And that's huge because it's not personal. It has nothing to do with you. Um, another thing that we can do is we can reframe criticism as feedback. So um, rather than viewing criticism as a personal attack, we can see it as an opportunity for growth and self-improvement. We can kind of take the pieces that we can take and we can shift and use that. Just like if you were being coached and a coach is giving you feedback um, that will help you improve. Criticism can also serve as valuable input for personal development. So when we're faced with criticism, we can first of all recognize with love that it might be coming from a place where that other person is feeling 
um, unhappy or um, insecure about something. And we can, we can be compassionate because maybe we've experienced that ourselves, but we can also ask ourselves in, in the mindset of learning and growth, what can I learn from this? And how can I use this feedback to become a better version of myself? So those are a couple of powerful questions. And so by reframing criticism in this way, we shift our perspective and we empower ourselves to extract the positive aspects from a potentially negative situation. So remember, true growth often comes from stepping outside of our comfort zones. And, and that might not feel comfortable in the moment, but there's some power in that, in reframing. And then lastly, I want to touch on um, practicing self-compassion. And so sometimes we're our own worst critics and the negative self-talk can be brutal and overwhelming. And so instead of berating ourselves for that that negative self-talk and and not being perfect, we can learn to embrace our imperfections and love them and treat ourselves with kindness and understanding. And so when we're faced with self-criticism, we can pause, take a deep breath, and simply remind ourselves that we're, we're human, right? We all make mistakes. We all have room for improvement. And by practicing self-compassion, we can nurture a positive and nurturing relationship with ourselves, which can go a long way. And again, this takes practice. And um, I didn't do this on my own. I didn't learn to do this on my own. I sought out coaching and mentorship. And I highly encourage anyone who is on a path of personal growth and you want to step in and be that highest version of yourself, that you also invest in yourself. Because just as you are worthy of self-compassion, you're worthy of the investment in yourself for your growth. And so another way you can start in this personal development journey is I'm really excited because I launched my book, Rat Race Reboot, last week. And that is available to you on Amazon. It's available in print form and um, on Kindle. And so I highly encourage you to download that book. The link is going to be in the the show notes. And um, there are exercises in there that can help you through a lot lot of these things that I talk about on our podcast, Rat Race Reboot. But there's also ways that you can get in touch with me if you have questions. And there's some links within the book for you to get some accompanying worksheets to help you down this path of personal growth, particularly if you are just starting out or if you want to just get a different perspective. You've been studying personal growth for a while and you want to um, learn and try some new techniques. I highly encourage you to go there. But I want to thank you again for listening today's to today's episode. And I would love for you to leave a five-star review or leave your comments. So if you go to ratracereboot.com or go to whatever platform you listen to your podcast on, um, hop on there and leave us a review. I promise I read them and we look forward to seeing you next week. So remember, everything is created twice, first in your mind and then in physical form. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates. 